The night passed heavily, and it was nearly Eladir's turn at guard when Taryn heard a rustling in the shrub. He raised his head abruptly. The sound stopped. He was unsure now that he had really heard it. He held his breath and waited, poised and tense. Adaon, whose ears were as keen as his eyes, has, had also noticed it and was at Taryn's side in an instant. There was, it seemed to Taryn, a flicker of light. A branch cracked nearby. With a shout, Taryn swung up his blade and leaped towards it. A golden beam flashed in his eyes and a squeal of indignation struck his ears. Put down that sword, Ilonwi cried. Every time I see you, you're waving it around or pointing it at somebody. Taryn fell back dumbfounded. As he did, a dark figure bounded past Eladir, who sprang to his feet, his blade unsheathed and whistling through the air. Help! Help! howled Gurgi. Gurgi. Angry Lord will harm Gurgi's poor tender head with slashings and gashings. He scuttled halfway up a pine tree and from the safety of his perch shook a fist at the astonished Eladir. Taryn pulled Ilonwi into the protection of the grove. Her hair was disheveled, her robe torn and mud-stained. What have you done? He cried. Do you want us all killed? Put out that light. He seized the glowing sphere and fumbled vainly with it. Oh, you'll never learn to use my bauble, Ilonwi said with impatience. She took back the golden ball, cupped it in her hand, and the light vanished. Adon, recognizing the girl, put his hand anxiously on her shoulder. Princess, princess, you should not have followed us. Of course she shouldn't, Taryn put in angrily. She must return immediately. She's a foolish, scatterbrained... She's uncalled and unwanted here, said Eladir, striding up. He turned to Adon. For once, the pig boy shows sense. Send the little fool back to her pots. Taryn spun around. Hold your tongue. I've swallowed your insults to me for the sake of our quest, but you will not speak ill of another. Eladir's sword leaped up. Taryn raised his own. Adon stepped between them and held out his hands. Enough, enough. Are you so eager to shed blood? Must I hear reproof from a pig boy? Retorted Eladir. Must I let a scullery maid cost me my head? Scullery maid, shrieked Ilonwi. Well, I can tell you. Gurgi, meantime, had clambered cautiously from the tree and had loped over to stand behind Taran. And this, Eladir laughed bitterly, gesturing at Gurgi, this thing... Is this the black beast that so alarmed you, dreamer? No, Eladir, it is not, murmured Adaon almost sadly. This is Gurgi the warrior, Gurgi boldly cried over Taran's shoulder. Yes, yes, clever, valiant Gurgi, who joins Master to keep him from harmful hurtings. Be silent, Taran ordered. You've caused trouble enough. How did you reach us, Adaon asked. You're on foot. Well, not really, Ilonwi said, oh, at least not all the way. The horses didn't run off until a little while ago. What? cried Taryn. You took horses from Caradalman and lost them? You know perfectly well there are our own horses, cried Ilonwi, the one Gwydion gave us last year. We didn't lose them. It was more like they lost us. We only stopped to let them drink, and the silly things galloped away. Frightened, I suppose. I think they didn't like being so close to Anuvin, though I'll tell you truthfully it doesn't bother me in the least. In any case, she concluded, you needn't worry about them. The last we saw, they were heading straight for Care Dalbin. And so shall you be, Taryn said. And so shall I not, cried Elonwi. I thought about it a long time after you left, every bit as long as you took to cross the fields. And I decided, it doesn't matter what anybody says. Fair is fair. If you can be allowed on a quest, so can I. There it is, simple as that. And it was clever Gurgi who found the way, Gurgi put in proudly. Yes, yes, with whiffings and sniffings. Gurgi does not let prin gentle princess go alone. Oh, no. Loyal Gurgi does not leave his friends behind. 
he added reproachfully to Taran. Since you have come this far, Adalyn said, you may await Gwydion, though how he will deal with you two runaways may not be to your liking. Your journey, he added, smiling at the draggled princess, seems to have been more difficult than our own. Rest now and take refreshment. Yes, yes, Gurgi cried, crunchings and munchings for brave, hungry Gurgi. It's very kind and thoughtful of you, said Eloni with an admiring glance at Adaon. Much more than you can expect from certain assistant pig keepers. Adaon went to the stock of provisions, while Eladir strode off to guard his post. Taran sat down wearily on a boulder, his sword across his knees. It's not that we're starving, Eloni said. Gurgi did remember to bring along the wallet of food. Yeah, that was a gift from Gwydion, too, so he had every right to take it. It's certainly a magical wallet, she went on. It never seems to get empty. The food's really quite nourishing, I'm sure, and wonderful to have when you need it. But the truth of the matter is it's rather tasteless. That's often the trouble with magical things. They're never quite what you expect. You're angry, aren't you, Ilonri went on. I can always tell. You look as if you swallowed a wasp. If you'd stop to think of the danger, Taryn replied, instead of rushing off without knowing what you're doing. You're a fine one to talk, Taryn of Cairdalbin, said Ilonri. Besides... I don't think you'd be as angry as all that, not after what you said to Eladir. It was wonderful the way you were ready to smite him because of me. Not that you needed to. I could have taken care of myself. And I didn't mean you were kind and you weren't kind and thoughtful. You really are. It just doesn't always occur to you. For an assistant pig keeper, you do amazingly well. Before alone we could finish, Eladir gave a shout of warning. A horse and rider plunged into the grove. It was Fludur. Behind him galloped Dolly's shaggy pony. Breathless and with his yellow hair pointing in all directions, the bard flung himself from his steed and ran to Adon. Make ready to leave, he cried. Take the weapons. Get the pack horses moving. We're going to Kerkadarn, he caught sight of Ilonwi. Great Berlin, what are you doing here? I'm tired of being asked that, Ilonwi said. The cauldron, Taran said. Did you seize it? Where are the others? Where's Dolly? Here, where else? snapped a voice. In another instant, Dolly flickered into sight, astride what had seemed to be an empty saddle. He jumped heavily to the ground. Didn't even take time to make myself visible again. He clapped his hands to his head. Oh, my ears! Gwydion orders us to fall back immediately, the bard went in great excitement. He and Cole are with Morgant. They'll catch us up if we can. They can. If not, we're at we will rally at Ker de Kadarn. When Eladir and Adaon hurriedly untethered the animals, Taran and the bard packed the store of weapons. Keep those, Fludur ordered, passing a, pressing a bow and griver of arrows into Ilonwi's hands. And the rest of you, arm yourselves well. What happened? asked Taran fearfully. Did the plan fail? Fail? The plan, Fludur asked. The plan was perfect. Couldn't have been better. Morgant and his men rode us to Darkgate. Ah, that Morgant, what a warrior. Not a nerve in him. Cool as you please. You might have thought he was going to a feast. The bard shook his spiky head. And there we were, on the very threshold of Anuvin. Oh, you'll hear songs about that, mark my words. Stop yammering, ordered Dolly, hastening up with the agitated pack horse. Yes, the plan was fine, he cried angrily. It would have gone slick as butter. That was only one thing wrong. We wasted our time and risked our necks for nothing. Will one or the other of you make sense, Ilone burst out. I don't care about songs or butter. Tell us straight out. Where's the cauldron? I don't know, said the bard. Nobody knows. You didn't lose it, Ilone clasped gasped, clapping a hand to her mouth. No! Oh, you pack of ninnies, great heroes! I knew I should have gone with you from the beginning. Dolly looked as if he were about to explode. His ears trembled. He raised himself on tiptoe, fists clenched. Don't you understand? The cauldron is gone! Away, not there! 
That's not possible, Taryn cried. Don't tell me it isn't possible, Dolly snapped. I was there. I know what I saw. I know what I heard. I went in first, just as Gwydion ordered. I found the Hall of Warriors. No trouble at all. No guards, in fact. Hi. Think I this will be easier than whistling. I slipped in. I could have done it in full view in broad daylight. And why? Because there's nothing to guard. The platform was empty. Aran has moved the cauldron, Taryn interrupted. There's a new hiding place. He, he's locked it up somewhere else. Don't you think I have the wits I was born with, Dolly retorted. That's the first thing that came into my head. So I set off again. I'd have searched Aran's own chamber if I'd had to, but I hadn't gone six paces before I ran into a pair of Aran's guards. Or they ran into me, the clumsy oafs. Dolly muttered, rubbing a bruised eye. I went along a little way with them. By then, I'd heard enough. It, it must have happened a few days ago. How or who, I don't know. Neither does Iran. You can imagine his rage, but whoever they were, they got there ahead of us. They did their work well. The cauldron's gone from Anuvin. But that's wonderful, said Ilonwi. Our task is done. Costs us nothing more than a journey. Our task is far from done, said the grave voice of Adon. He had finished loading one of the pack horses and had come to stand beside Tarrant. Eladir, too, had been listening closely. We've lost the glory of fighting for it, Taran said, but the important thing is that Iran has it no longer. It's not so easy, Adon warned. This is a stinging defeat for Iran. He will do all in his power to regain the cauldron. There's more. The cauldron's dangerous in itself, even out of Iran's grasp. What if it has fallen into other evil hands? Exactly what Gwydion himself said, Fludor put in. The thing has somehow got to be found and destroyed without delay. Gwydion will plan a new search from Karakadarn. It would seem our work has just begun. Mount your steeds, Adon ordered. We cannot overburden our pack animals. The princes Ilonwi and Gurgi will share our own horses. Islamach will bear only me, Eladir said. She's been trained so, from a foal. I would expect that, being a steed of yours, Taran said. Ilonwi will ride with me. And I shall take Gurgi with me on Luagar, Adon said. Come now, quickly. Taran ran to Malinlas, leaped astride, and pulled Ilonwi up after him. Dolin and the others hastened to mount, but as they did, savage cries burst from either side of them, and there was a sudden hiss of arrows.